Hi, I'm Dr. Ross Carter with the Medical Influencer Show. Today, my guest is Tammy Penhalo. Dr. Tammy Penhalo, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Dr. Carter. It's great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So um, you are an expert in helping people with back pain. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> so tell us about it. What is it that you, you know, tell us all your experience and, and how you help people in it. Now, this is not a traditional go, you know, go under the knife and cut you up and, and you know, hopefully that helps. This is a more uh, specialized technique, right? It is. You know, I'm going to speak with you today about maybe how to fix your back pain without a bunch of pills and without, without surgery. Well, I think you know, the, everybody the typical, would like to know that. That's a good, that's a good topic. So, so tell us about that. Okay. I mean, the, the big problem is, you know, there's such a high prevalence of a lifetime low back pain. Anywhere between 60 to 70% of people are going to experience low back pain flare at some point in their life. And we're talking industrialized nations. Yes. So that decreases your ability to do things like, you know, play in the pool with your grandkids or swing that golf club the way you want to or get on the court playing basketball or even, you know, you're just regular everyday activities. So right. a lot of people go down the path of going to the doctor, maybe getting the physical therapy prescription. Sometimes they try things like epidural steroid injections or uh, they burn the nerves to the back. And some people then lose hope and say, well, I guess it's time for surgery. And I'm here to say that there's another option for that. Excellent. And what is that option? Uh, the other option is using your body's own innate ability to kind of heal itself using either your own blood or your own bone marrow. And inside the blood and inside the bone marrow, we have these really neat, powerful little guys called cytokines and anti-inflammatory proteins that when concentrated and put in exact spots of where they need to be, for example, the joints of the back, Yes. Even in that epidural space of the back or the discs that it can recruit all of the body's healing mechanisms and uh, possibly, and we hope, facilitate healing. But it's not a magic bullet. It's not super fast like getting a, a steroid injection or taking a pill. Mm -hmm. But it's safer. It's safer. And what about the effectiveness? The effectiveness is still one of those things that we are studying and creating a whole bunch of, you know, uh, papers for database stuff. And so it's a little bit young in terms of that, even though we've been doing this for a couple decades, if you really look at the use of platelet-rich plasma, or I'll call it PRP from here, um, the effectiveness is, is really um, showing that it's, it's going to be one of those things that a lot of people are super happy about without being able to have a surgery which is permanent, have some hardware in your back or have your disc shaved, you're returning to the level of your younger years because you've got your own cells that are kind of rebuilding those spaces like the disc space or readdressing those areas of arthritis in your back. Now, have you been involved in with people that have had surgeries in the past? Where did you work with people like that? Yes, many of the patients. And unfortunately, when you're a pain physician, you often see the failures, right? Yes. If you've got somebody that underwent a disc uh, extrusion surgery where they shaved off that disc and took the pressure off their nerve, and all of a sudden they don't have the pain running down their leg, 
they're not likely to come see me again right. uh, because they've seen the surgeon and it's been fixed. It's the patients that have undergone one, two, five, ten surgeries, oh maybe God. even have some hardware, meaning some rods and some screws at various points in their back, and they're still having pain. Maybe structurally there have been some changes with that surgery, right? You've taken a C-shaped curve of the back and you've straightened it with those rods and the screws, yeah. but you've got all those overlying tissues that are still damaged or still weak and still have issues such as the joints mm. or the disc. And then uh, certainly the muscles and the ligaments overlying that and yeah. those soft tissues, the muscles and the ligaments are some of the most rewarding tissues to inject with this platelet-rich plasma because then you really start to see that maybe even faster than injecting into the joints or the disc. You might start to see something that gives you some hope faster and then let the joints and the disc continue to you know, show some improvement over even longer time. So, and also these procedures you're referring to are completely different in the amount of time it takes and recoveries and things like that, correct? It is actually. And I think that this is a lesson in patience. I know I practice patience every single day. It's not a quick fix. It's not an immediate thing. If um, I gave you a pill and it went through your digestive system and started releasing the pain relieving effects within 30 minutes, you get it. But these things are going to take some time um, because it's not a magic bullet, but the effects can be longer lasting. One thing that I, I'm super excited to hear about is one of my colleagues in um, Ohio is starting to develop this great database of patients, and he's now looking at patients three years out. Mm -hmm. For example, injecting the, um, I'll use my little spine model if that's okay. He injects these joints in the spine at three levels specifically. He injects into the space where the uh, spinal cord lives, but below it, and yep. he injects into these discs, the L5-S1 and the L4-5. And he's following these patients out. It seems like you're addressing a lot of things with a lot, you know, all these injections. How many needles is that? Whatever. Right. But some of these patients aren't needing another injection now three years later. Right. Oh, wow. Two years later, one year later. So, you know, obviously he's going to keep spreading the, the, um, research collection out and he's going to be looking at five years out, 10 years out versus in a traditional pain injection um, program. A lot of patients get three or four epidurals in a year. So right. every two or three months you're coming in for an injection and there's only so much um, of these injectates that your body should see in a year. So if you're talking about epidurals maintaining me every three or four months for years on end as a band-aid therapy yeah. versus one bone marrow aspirate injection that may last you several years, I think a lot of people would be interested in hearing about that. I would totally agree. People, you know, most people I think want to get the solution, but they don't want to go through all that surgery if there's a, there's a better solution out there. I mean, how long does it take to actually do this procedure in office? If you count the time from the blood draw or the bone marrow aspiration, the actual collection of the person's cells to the time they walk out of the office, it's well under an hour. That's, that's, um, if we're, well, that's a big difference than, uh, than a back surgery, right? Yes. And they go straight home. It's not like they have to stay in a recovery room or be admitted to the hospital for a couple of days of observation. I mean, certainly you wouldn't want them returning 100% back to their normal activities that day. You may need to baby things a little bit for a few days, but it's all advanced as tolerated. I think that's a lot, a lot more um, palatable than a surgery. Absolutely. 
And what is kind of the average time or that they start to notice any changes? Every patient's different, certainly. But I think, you know, I've got a patient that I just injected PRP into the lumbar spine last week, and he's already giving me um, improvement measurements with regard to the decreased amount of stiffness going from a lane to a seated to a standing position. Right. And he's already on the tennis court, and he said that he made a half volley that he wouldn't have been able to make the day before he did the injection. So I'm getting some nice changes, you know, maybe within a few days in terms of the, the overlying muscles and ligament stuff. I don't expect to see any changes in the discs or in the joints themselves for several months. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my enthusiasm is also tempered saying, look, it can be a while because those joints have taken decades to become arthritic. It's going to take, give me a few months before we can really reassess that. And I wouldn't expect to see any imaging changes for example, on ultrasound of the muscles, if we're talking injecting into a tear yeah. or into the joints themselves or the discs themselves for months, maybe you, six months, maybe even up to a year is what I'll even tell people if we're talking bone marrow changes. And in what conditions are you primarily uh, looking to treat? What, what is this good for? What conditions mainly? In the spine specifically, yeah. we're looking at things, uh, a back injury to the muscles themselves. It could be a strain, a sprain, but typically it leads to, if we're going to go into the joints, if we're going to go into the discs, then I'd want to be looking at degenerative changes. Fancy term for the word arthritis. Discs get arthritic. They get dried and uh, start shrinking. They're normally the shock absorbers of the back. And right. so arthritis in a disc is a dry disc that then shrinks, kind of like you've taken you know, maybe, maybe even a jelly donut and kind of squished it out, and right. that disc kind of spreads out. If there's actually a herniation of the disc, injecting PRP into the space around the disc yes. and all the anti-inflammatory proteins can then maybe help send that disc back into a resorption. They're not going to shrink the disc, but the body's going to then maybe be more apt to absorb it faster than if you give it the six months to a year that it would maybe resorb on its own or the surgery that could shave that disc off. So we're looking at disc conditions, so arthritis or and herniation. Yes. We're also looking at arthritis of the joints of the back themselves, and I'll bring the model back in. These joints right here, um, about the size of maybe a pinky joint, okay in between every single one of the, the bony processes on the back. And those become arthritic as well. And so the, the uh, conditions we're talking about are spinal arthritis, disc arthritis, degeneration, maybe even a, a herniated disc. And what is typically the pain symptom, uh, symptoms that a patient would normally feel? If it's typically simply low back pain or low back arthritis, a lot of the symptoms are stiffness, um, particularly pain if a patient, one of my provocative tests is have them stand, place their hands on their hips, do a twist one way and an extension or a lean back on that. And if that side that you just twisted away from and lean back on creates some pain, that's taking these joints in the back and, and loading them. And then the opposite direction, turning the opposite direction, and then twisting and extending back there, creating pain on that side. It's a loading. It's a provocative test. We call that facet loading. Mm -hmm. um, that would be a symptom. Uh, a lot of patients describe it to me as maybe like they're wearing that Home Depot protective black brace belt that they've got right, pain yeah. in kind of a, a, a band across their low back. Right. 
Some can go into the buttocks itself, some radiation there. Um, actually, most arthritic changes do not create a lot of symptoms down into the legs unless we're impinging upon a nerve. And that can occur with arthritis. Um, I describe arthritis as almost like laying down spackling or laying down extra, you know, cement type things. If the, if the disc hole, or excuse me, the hole where the nerve traverses through is normally this big, yeah. um, it's almost like laying down increased amount of calcium and spackling in that hole narrows. So the nerve that normally comes through that hole and goes down into the legs comes into contact with the edges and then you can get some not constant but occasional zings down the leg mm. in the distribution that that nerve goes down. So there may be some radicular or nervy type symptoms um, that are different from, from an acute hot disc that may need to be addressed. Now, is there an age group that, that this responds best to, or is it just any age or a specific age group? Well, a lot of the studies are showing certainly that a younger back, a younger patient may respond a little bit faster and a little bit more robust. But even the colleague I was telling you about um, in Ohio that's injecting bone marrow aspirate into the, the discs and the epidural space and the joints is injecting into 70, 80-year-old patients. If they're active, if they're up and moving, they're also seen. You know, he's taking all comers. He's, he wants the worst backs he's ever seen because he wants to see is this working in them, not just the 40-year-old or the 50-year-old. Mm -hmm. So I really do think that we have the option to treat a wide spectrum of patients, um, not, not just the young people, not just the athletes. Right, right. So this is, this is fantastic. I mean, you know, if, if, if there's a way to prevent or at least hold off on doing back surgery and just do a, a, a procedure and injection that lasts, say, an hour, and then you get to go home, I think this should be a first choice before you, you go right down to the surgical route, right? I think so too. And even now, I know we're kind of still in this COVID era. Right. And right now people are scared. People maybe don't want to go to a hospital. They don't want to be in an operating room. They don't want to be around other people. Right. So here you're not in an operating room. You're in a, uh, a procedure suite in an office, really. Right. And you're not using steroids. And that's the traditional thing. And we're all about Strengthen your immune system. Don't let your immune system be bogged down by things like steroids, which decrease your ability to heal, which make you more susceptible to an infection. Right. Who wants that at this point? So if you're using oh. something that uses your own body's system and doesn't decrease your ability to fight an infection, I'm super excited to be able to offer this to people always, but now in particular. That's awesome. I love that. So, so tell us a little bit about where you are and how people can uh, get in touch with you and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, but I see patients from afar. Certainly, you know, the, the first way that we can do our first meeting is like this over a, a Zoom or through a HIPAA compliant uh, telehealth. So a lot of the consult can be done that way as can follow up. So if patients do travel to see me, then we'll do the procedure in the office. But follow ups and, and the initial consultation would be done on uh, telehealth. Um, they can get a hold of me via the website, I think is the best way to do it. Sure. The, the website is uh, precision, P-R-E-C-I-S-I-O-N, med, M-E-D, P-R-P.com. 
and we can set up either an email to initially set up the consultation or the phone number is area code 602-806-7389 and that's another way that we can set up the initial consultation. So, so if uh, someone who's listening to this show is like, hey, you know, I'm, I've been having some problems. I've, I've been diagnosed with arthritis. The, they, they recommended surgery. They, would this be a good ideal person to talk to you about this and maybe see if they can eliminate, you know, maybe not have surgery? Absolutely. As long as the surgeon has said this is an absolute neurosurgical or spine surgery emergency, you know, there are certain things that must be taken care of via surgery. But if it's something that they're just talking about, maybe stabilizing, you know, maybe just, you know, shaving a disc or opening up some space or whatever, and it's not that you've got a tumor or something that yeah. is, you know, truly an emergency, then yeah. And that also means that this person has some recent imaging. Mm. It's really important for me to have a recent MRI of the lumbar spine or the low back or in patients who have implants that wouldn't allow them to be in an MRI scanner that they've got a, a CT scan of their lumbar spine mm. and that way we together can go over what are the worst levels marry that with a good physical examination when I do see them in person and we can talk about what I'd recommend but absolutely sounds like a, a really good um, candidate well dr. Penhollow, that that I think that sums it up pretty well. Everybody knows how to get in touch with you. And, uh, you know, this could really help a lot of people that, that may, you know, are being, are afraid right now because this is, you know, back problems can be very scary and it changes people's attitudes, how they act. So this is a, this is a great alternative to just going and going through surgery and get a second opinion. If, if somebody says, Hey, you need surgery, you know, maybe you don't, maybe you do, I don't know, but you know, it's, it's before you go and do that, maybe there's some other alternatives that you could, you should consider. And this is a great one. So, so, uh, Dr. Penhollow, I, I really appreciate you being on the show today. And, um, if you're looking to, uh, get checked out, uh, just give her a call or set up an appointment and, uh, you can do it online like this. And, uh, so you don't even have to be in Scottsdale, right? That's correct. Yeah, I absolutely think that this is a, it's an opportunity, you know, it's, it's a way to kind of look at things in a new light. And we've got a new normal now. And this is a, a really wonderful way to treat um, a, a condition that so many people are affected by. So this might be able to return you to your new normal and a happier you. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure speaking with you.